is in the know for Tuesday, October 25, the 298th day of 2022. There are 67 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will be uh, keeping an eye on the radar, seeing if we're going to get some much-needed rain today. And we'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. You like to stay up to date on, uh, like, the prices of tickets to things that you might like to attend, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's a Bengals playoff game or whether it would See, be. Luck- luckily, now that I'm a season ticket holder for the Bengals, it's yeah. pretty, uh, you know, we get, the, we get the coast on in there. So, luckily, I don't have to pay for it, well, until they, you know, make it to the Super Bowl again this year. You know, I'll have to pay for those tickets. Are they going to the Super Bowl again this year? They already have. Okay. You, haven't, you haven't seen that? No, uh, I Accepting haven't. donations for tickets to Arizona right now. The game one, Houston Astros against the Phillies. First game in Houston, the lowest price is $740. Standing room tickets start at $674. Highest price seat, $6,342. It's even worse when they go to Philadelphia. Uh-huh. The first game in Philly, so that'll be game three of the series, is $1,555, standing room at 1384 So I, double what it takes to, to get into the ballpark at Houston. I read that it was cheaper for a Phillies fan to buy a flight and fly to Houston to get the game that way, like to buy for two people to buy two flights uh-huh. and get to Houston and back to Philadelphia than it was to get a ticket into well, Philly. And if you've seen airline prices uh-huh. lately, that's hard to believe you could do that, but it does make sense. Over there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. Ooh, alive! Their name you is lovingly know him as... The greatest prospector in the Morning, humble bumble. The intro gets better and better. I had a had a couple of weeks to work on it. You did, and, didn't and, you? It's good to be back. You were missing last week, so I, I just I, we did a little audition rehearsal, did it off air to kind of fantastic. Work on it. Actually, I'm giving you that little kind of Bill Wendell from the David Letterman days, mm-hmm. kind of trying to give you a tip of the cap on that. Love that. Uh, how are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Thank good, you. Good to good to see you. Um, I know you've set you've got a very ambitious show today. You've set uh, you've you've set an ambitious goal for yourself today. You're trying to work in Treat Street That's eleven one. times into the show. Now I just got one, so I'm in the scorebook with one. That's right. You better go ahead and get one in the, in your book. Yeah. The fun thing about saying Treat Street is that Treat Street is a one. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Treat Street. Is that when you talk about Treat Street, you get to say Treat Street. Yeah, Sam, put the Treat Street logo up while I talk about Treat Street just for a moment. See, Treat Street is coming up, and we love doing Treat Street at First Baptist. It's a it's a great community outreach. We're going to line the, the street up and hand out treats, so that's why we call it 
Street Street. Oh, so that's why. And that's, what is it? What is it you call it, it again? Well, it's it's kind of catchy. Just just let it sink in for a minute. I'll say it six <laughs> times because repetition helps. Street Street is coming October thirty first, five thirty at one hundred six East Walnut First Baptist. Come and park in the parking lot and walk through our. Treat Street. Is that a week from yesterday? I believe it is. I think so, so sir. Walk through. Uh, will you be wearing your um, Yukon Cornelius um, uniform? That's an interesting question. All I'm going to say is I've got a golden ticket. Oh, uh, uh, oh, okay. All right. Gene Wilder or Johnny Depp? <laughs> Not you'll the latter. Just, you'll have to show oh, up. I was hoping you'd have to break out the little wig. You'll have to show up and see. Oh, I thought it was Johnny Depp that was really in Owensboro this weekend. Turns out it was Dennis. <laughs> Hello. Dressed well, I mean, up they, as, uh, they do Johnny look Depp. almost identical. Like bidding image. Facsimiles of one another. Thank you. Wendy with an afternoon, evening rain possibility. Praise the Lord. We hope so that that rain will arrive. We need it in the worst way. Clouds increasing this morning, already cloudy when we're doing the show, uh, with, if you're with us live. Uh, clouded over, going to get a cold front moving through, straight shower, two possible this morning. But the rain chances increase significantly throughout the afternoon and into the evening. We'll see an 8 in 10 chance of rain today, still hoping for maybe about a quarter of an inch in this entire event. But 78 is the high today. May only get to about... 76 or 75 here between the lakes. Tonight, rain chance 90%, low of 52, cloudy tomorrow, and a high of 58. So we're going to cool down for the remainder of the week. Well, I mean, we're going to cool down tomorrow and then stay in the 60s. And it looks like for the foreseeable future, we're going to have a weather pattern that's pretty similar. Uh, another good chance of rain on Sunday. And then, uh, Dennis, are you all having an event on Monday? We are. We're doing Treat Street. Treat Street. And, oh, and the good thing about Treat Street is that it's... What? What's Inside, it if it's raining, it's uh, Treat Street. It may there's a three in ten chance of rain during Treat Street. Okay, well, uh, just remember prepared. that when we have Treat Street, that it'll be indoors if raining. We're having it regardless. <laughs> so okay. treats on a street. That is correct. Hmm. Interesting concept. Thank I'm you. Just, no, just whoever came up with it. I'm not name. taking care. Uh, I'm not taking credit. It's not mine, <laughs> Joey. We <laughs> we. Sometimes we know in our community we have a big four-lane highway that runs through from county border to county border, and we know that there's a lot of traffic on the Western Kentucky Parkway, but oftentimes you kind of forget the people from all different walks and all different, you know, they're traveling here and there, and they happen through our community, and sometimes they never stop, but they do encounter people, you know, first responders and uh, people that, that do live and work in our community. So there's a story at K105.com today about an accident that happened yesterday afternoon on the western portion of the county, down the Caneyville community. It was a two-vehicle accident, and uh, Caneyville Fire Department were the first on scene. And there was a gentleman who rear-ended a fifth-wheel trailer and the couple were traveling from, I think, Toledo to Carlisle County. I think they were on their way home. So they were um, they were westbound. And the driver of, I believe it was a Toyota Camry, was also westbound, ran into the back of that, uh, back of that trailer and then left the roadway and came to, came to rest. I'll go ahead and tell you the couple that were pulling the, the fifth wheel were not injured in any way. But kind of what is described as a dramatic scene it led to an individual who was found down in the woods 
And he had a gun, and he had the gun trained on himself, and a very tense situation there. And I can't imagine what it must have been like to be in that situation, but Caneville Fire Chief Brian Ferris uh, went down into the wooded area, made contact, and, and talked this gentleman out of that situation, and he finally, um, you know, sir, he finally put the gun down uh, and uh, unloaded the weapon, and he was later, you know, arrested. Maybe some discharge from the army after several tours of combat duty. Um, don't know if that's a contributor anyway or anything, but just mm-hmm. you know, we we just kind of take for granted the people who are moving through our community that. You know, 99 times out of 100, we would never know anything about them or their circumstances. So anyway, I just found it to be kind of a compelling situation because of so many factors being involved. Um, um, you know, Chief Chief Ferris uh, put himself in danger by, you know, going closer to the situation. He was there as a fire chief, not as, you know, maybe a law enforcement officer at that time. Anyway, you can read about it at K105.com. I just thought it was kind of an um, interesting yeah, of circumstances, and I was, I was completely grateful that there were no injuries and mm-hmm. no loss of life, and it was a tense situation. I would imagine. Yeah, we take for granted those that come through, right, and just pass by or whatever. But I think we also take for granted those first responders uh, a lot of times, and we need to recognize the just the bravery that it takes, and the them putting themselves out on the line so many times. And, and while we're at home asleep in our bed, yep, uh, right. and they're out there saving people's lives. So thank you all for doing that. Had several people from the SO there, obviously several people uh, from EMS that were there, uh, fire department on scene. And so um, they, you know, they closed that roadway for a while while they were working that situation. So it wasn't that bad of an accident, but because of the circumstance of it, they kind of shut, mm-hmm. shut down the road to control the scene until everybody was safe. Uh, or is reasonably safe. Uh, Caneyville man died in a rollover crash on Highway 187 on Sunday night about 8.30. The GCSO, LFD, and EMS responded to the 3300 block of Shrewsbury Road. A Nissan Altima driven by 43-year-old Nicholas Mudd was traveling south on Shrewsbury Road, lost control. Car entered a field and rolled over uh, multiple times. Mud was ejected from the vehicle and unfortunately pronounced dead at the scene by the Grayson County Coroner's Office. The latest COVID-19 numbers are out showing mixed results. A higher number last week uh, over the last seven days than the previous weeks. 5,044 new cases compared to 3,240 from the previous week. But again, remember, people who are self-testing or home testing, they're not part of these numbers. So hard to get a real accurate number anymore. But the number of deaths continued to decline. 70 for the week. That's ten less than a week ago, but now I'm wondering if you've got if you've got eighteen hundred more tests in a few weeks, will we see the death number go, you know, higher? I don't I don't know, but we got a higher positivity number, so there's got to be a uh, there's got to be a ripple effect to that at some point. Two sixty two Kentuckians hospitalized, forty one in ICU, sixteen on a ventilator. Positivity rate, if you can trust it, seven point six four. Again, there's so many people that. You know, aren't aren't into that calculus. The, so you the don't death really and know. hospitalization numbers are the ones really to track. <laughs> That's the true. one that you know. Because that, yeah, the, I mean, if you take an at-home test, those are, that I mean, it doesn't matter where you take the test when it comes to that. If you eventually get sick enough, you'll uh-huh. eventually end up in the uh, right. uh, in hospitalized if it's bad enough uh-huh. for you. Gas prices trending down, but thirty-four cents higher than a year ago in Kentucky. 
A year ago is not really the number that I'm most interested in. The January 2021 number is the one that is uh, the the most telling in comparison to where gas prices are at any particular time. But they, the na- nation's average uh, declined, fell 9.3 cents from a week ago to 377. A little bit better here in our range, here in our area. I think we're 319, 318, 317, mm-hmm. something in that uh, Hopefully it's going to stay there because I, I need to get it today. So, <laughs> yeah, make, uh, make which means it probably went up forty five cents in the last quick work of it. Probably so. It'll probably go up tomorrow. So get it. To, yeah, get yeah. it today. Oh yeah, we know it's going to have to happen today. Well, Care of Kentucky hosted its third annual Community Health Champion Awards on Wednesday at the Geens Foundation Lodge in Louisville. There were ten winners selected from one hundred forty six nominations. Those honored re- represent the eight Kentucky Medicaid regions, and there was one. Statewide winner Linda Gentry of the Grayson County Alliance received the award for Region 3. Grayson County Alliance Executive Director Debbie Childress nominated uh, Linda and said, quote, I am so thrilled that we were able to honor her in this nomination for all the work she does for us and other programs. So congratulations if, to if that's her award uh, that she got. That's really Linda. cool. That is a neat award, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like usually it's like a plaque or something, which, you know, it's it's still honorable, but that's mm-hmm. that's cool. I got the silhouette of Kentucky and the sun behind yeah. it and the radio. Well-deserved, a great person who gives so much of her time. She's involved. She's been, listen, she's had, she's had lots of challenges in her life, like including trying to teach me algebra too. Well, hey, well, she's a great she, choir she, member. That's all I know. She, she probably should have gotten three or four awards for that. I, I, I would imagine she's getting a little something extra in her pension every month just for having to deal with me as a student. <laughs> you really, you really earned I it. I hope so. I'm sure so. she probably left. If I can teach him, I can teach anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If I can do that, I can do anything. And look what she's gone on to do as a reason. Yeah. So you can take the credit, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, Daniel Cameron has released advisories on the scope and effect of proposed constitutional amendments so election day two weeks from today, and while there might oh, not wow. be a whole lot of uh, things to get super excited about on the ballot, if you do go to the polling place, you're going to get down to the constitutional amendment section, and you might go cross-eyed when you look at them because the second the, one's a little better than the first. Yeah, absolutely. The first one is like uh, reading a Homer novel, uh, and not Homer Simpson. Oh. Uh, it's. <laughs> It is lengthy, and so I would encourage you to do your homework before you get there because you're just going to be slowing it down for the rest of us. Constitutional Amendment 1 would authorize the General Assembly to make certain adjustments to when the legislature meets. Constitutional Amendment 2 would clearly establish that Kentucky's Constitution does not provide a right to abortion or require the public funding of abortion. So constitutional amendment number one does not take any of the governor's power to call a special session or make the legislature's job full-time instead of part-time. That's according to Daniel Cameron. And then goes on to say constitutional amendment two adds the following language to Kentucky's constitution in its simplest form. To protect human life, nothing in this constitution shall be construed to secure or protect a right to abortion or require the funding of abortion. It doesn't mean... He goes on to say, it doesn't mean that if you vote yes to Amendment 2 that it outlaws the procedure. It just says that you don't have a constitutional protection to uh, have to be able Mm -hmm. to have access to it. So 
You can read, uh, don't know that we have the story uh, at the moment, but at Kentucky Today, there are these advisories, and you can read them in detail. Do that before you go to the polling place. Absolutely. Please. Educate yourself. Uh, wherever you're going to be on either of those uh, either of those issues, figure it out ahead of time, then get to the end. And Because what, what's going to happen is if you don't do your homework in advance, you're going to get there. And you're going to think you're going to need to use some of that algebra two that you learned. That's that's right. And, and by the way, I'm not pointing at you when I say this. I'm pointing at self because here's how here's how self would do it. I'd get in there and I'd do beep bop dee dop doo dop da, and then I'd get there to the bottom and I'm going to read. Oh, hmm. I'm going to read the first three sentences and go, and then I'm just going to pick one. Mm-hmm. Flip well, that's coin. dangerous. Like picking one is the worst. Mm-hmm. Just picking one at random is the worst thing you yeah. can do. So don't be like me. Good life advice. <laughs> wow, Sam. I would have never <laughs> said right. that. There's an, you entire, think, you're thinking there's an entire T-shirt campaign that can be <laughs> born out of that. A Kentucky school superintendent is the new national superintendent of the year. Rob Clayton of Warren County Public Schools in Bowling Green was given the title by the National Association of School Superintendents last week in Reno, Nevada. He has served the Warren County as superintendent, uh, Warren County as superintendent since 2013. Was also named Kentucky 2023 Superintendent of the Year by the Kentucky Association of School Administrators earlier this year. Well, that's awesome. I that's good. Good for him. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if he's a good superintendent or not. Well, I, mean, I don't know if he's a bad superintendent. I'll defer to others. We, well, well, we'll be at one of his schools here in about a week and a half, so we got to talk him up. Okay. Yeah, all right. Like I say, I don't, Even I don't, though he'll probably be cheering for the Greenwood Gators that night. I don't know. I did notice that one Barry Anderson kind uh-huh. of liked to tweet where it was announced uh-huh. that he was the superintendent of the year. So I imagine at least he knows. got endorsement from one person well, that I know. That's a strong endorsement. <laughs> 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 I mean, you would think so. I would hope so. Kentucky football coach Mark Stoops is aware of the task his team faces at Tennessee on Saturday, and the Wildcats will be motivated to take on the third-ranked Volunteers coming off their loan by week of the season. I would love to go down there and spoil their season. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love it. I, I, I'd love it more than a lot of things. But I'm not going to expect it to happen until we stop giving away games to Tennessee. I'm mm-hmm. just assuming we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. It, I, my, my confidence level is is not high. Not high. No, it's just not high. I mean, I we're a different program now than historically with them, but we've mm-hmm. given some games to them that we just have no business giving to them. And if you take away Ole Miss, right, I mean, gave the game away at Oxford. Because like, here's, here's gave the thing. it away, and then if you lo- if you win at Ole Miss, you beat sick. South Carolina. Yeah, because I think I think Will Levis plays through it. Then That's I right. think he plays through the injury. And and think about that that this would be probably like number three Tennessee against number four Kentucky mm-hmm. right now. How awesome would that be? And I think it'd the, be the game of the week. The country kind of knows it too well, because of the attention that it's getting. Well, and then I mean, you saw who's calling the game on ESPN. Yeah, too. Herbie. I'm excited yes. to get Herb Street. That's yeah. good. And then this headline made me laugh. A Florida man jumped into a river to evade authorities after leading them on a chase. This happened in Apopka, Florida. Man led authorities on a chase through multiple counties in central Florida on Saturday, <laughs> then jumped into the St. John's River. They arrested 28-year-old uh, a man, uh, his name's in here, Oscar Dominique uh, Leonides. One, he's an interesting-looking character. Um, but the, more than that, I'm, I'm here to tell you. 
I'm not jumping in any river in Florida. Uh-uh. Chomp, chomp. He's got good hair. I'll give him that. Well, he's got hair. Um, and, and if by good you mean a lot, then yes. That's I, true. Uh, I would love to hear Misty's ruling on him. <laughs> uh, it's got a lot of facial ink right there, but... Uh, listen, I'm not jumping. You can take me to jail. I'm not jumping yeah. in any river. It looks like he's got a cross yeah, right there in the middle of his forehead. Does that help? Uh, he might bite an alligator. <laughs> he, he, he may <laughs> trade with an alligator That's and true. win. I don't know. Got to get to a break. When we come back, we're going to tell you about something you've probably not heard about. It's called Treat Street. <laughs> it's coming up. Yes. <laughs> Here on In the Know. Today is Cartoonists Against Crime Day. <laughs> okay. The, didn't like McGruff. Didn't know the cartoonists were such a strong lobby. We, didn't know they were activists. We've yes. had a lot of uh, tie-ins with McGruff recently during our sports broadcasts. Uh, oh, yeah, you do have. Yes, that's right. Uh, World Pasta Day today. Okay. Did, did I had some pasta last night. You have a favorite type of pasta? You're oh. a linguine guy? Mm. or a, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of an orzo guy myself. Ooh. I do like penne. Uh, that's what I had last night. I'm just a spaghetti Spaghetti, guy. I mean... Spaghetti with a little skyline chili and spaghetti some cheese on there. With a That's... Spoon. Spaghetti Can't beat that. with a spoon. Yeah. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti with a spoon. It's Greasy Foods Day I mean, today. Macaroni. That's a good one. Get you a big old greasy meatball on top oh, of a spaghetti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On top of spaghetti. Well, a chicken parm. Mm, a chicken parm. Um. I've never had eggplant parm, by the way. It doesn't seem particularly. It's my dad's, one of my dad's favorites, but my mom is allergic to eggplant. So it was always funny that whenever we'd go to an Italian restaurant, that'd be his thing because he's like, I can finally get my eggplant parm because. No smooching. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Um, Macy's gets the booby prize for first Christmas commercial. Oh. It is October the 25th. I saw the first Ooh. Christmas commercial. It was this morning. It was Macy's, and I committed that to memory. It's like, okay, wow, Macy's, I'm throwing the flag on you. I can't believe someone would uh-huh. celebrate Christmas this early. Celebrating Christmas. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I got it. Are you telling me that they have their Christmas tree up, too? Here are the people. Macy's probably does. The top toys for Christmas of 2022. Oh boy! So I just go ahead do, and tell you, so you can be out do there. I, do I need to call Alea right now and get her on the get her on the line? Actually, she's already seen a couple of the wish books. You know, when the wish books come in. And oh, I got one of those I, from from I Amazon. Give them to her. I got one. Yeah, I got that one, and then uh, the Target one came over the weekend okay. too. So I just kind of route those to her and let her. Well, I've got a great picture of her sitting over there where Dennis is, she's wearing her Elsa Halloween costume, going through the wish book, picking out what she that's wants right. for mm-hmm. Christmas. So that's Circle how you away. Of course, that was the year, I think, that she wore her Halloween costume for 30 days straight. Oh, well. So it, it could have been November the 25th. Sure, sure. She was still wearing her Halloween costume. Uh, Barbie Dream Camper Vehicle Playset is on the top toy list of Christmas 2022. Okay. The... Hot Wheels Action Spiral Speed Crash Track Set. No, that sounds Good like something. Grief. That does sound. That fun. sounds like something I'd want. The LOL Surprise OMG Fashion Show Hair Edition. Okay. The Rainbow Corns. So, like, think rainbow and unicorns. Rainbow oh, okay. Corns. Sure. Why would you even explain it? Puppy Corn Rescue Surprise. See, you you can't mention corn when Dennis is in here. I have, puppy I have corn. Bad flashbacks. Puppy corn. Uh huh. Okay. Not puffy corn, puppy Man, corn. I'm so old. Magic Mix's Crystal Ball, Smasher's Dino Island Giant Skull, Ma- 
magic ball? What was what was the magic? magic mixes crystal ball? Crystal ball. And then lastly, Strawberry Queen needs to write this one down. Lego Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi's Jedi Starfighter. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> that's oh, cool. Oh my goodness, that crystal ball is expensive. It's it's like eighty dollars. I don't right. even know what this well, is. No, that's like Sam, have you priced Lego. toys? Recently, well, still, but, but when you look at this, Sam doesn't have children. No, clearly. I mean, what? I mean, what do you? Oh, I don't know I, what that I is even. Know. <laughs> well, I'll send it to Elias so she can add it to her list. Oh, please do. Strawberry Queen loves putting together a big Lego set each year. Last year it was the Home Alone house. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, some I don't know what this year Santa might bring. When you assemble them, do they stay assembled? When she assembles them, they stay assembled. Okay, see, good. I was making see, sure. Your, your Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi. That's a little bit more. My thirty dollars. Right. That's, that's, that's a little right. bit more. You know. Right. Uh, I am reading some concerning information. Okay, as it pertains to Treat Street. Okay, let's talk about Treat Street. Treat Street. Issues. Is a week from yesterday, and yeah. Dennis, where is it going to be? It's going to be at 106 East Walnut. That's First Baptist Church. Okay. And what is the event called again? It's actually it's something new that we're trying for the third year in a row <laughs> called Treat Street. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity to dispute or refute this information. Okay. The headline says your Halloween candy will be smaller this year, and not just because of inflation. Not at Treat Street. All right. Going Treat Street XL. Is, is we, a, we might is, throw full bags at people. Oh, okay. And wow. God's love. King, king, king size? Hey, there'll be king size. There'll be baby size. There'll be the. <laughs> no. Sweet gotta, baby Jesus size. <laughs> no. no king, king Saul size. No raisins or toothbrushes or, or anything like that, though. It's right? all loose jelly beans. It's all it is. That's all we're <laughs> just, handing out. Just the black ones? Yes, just loose. Part of the shrinkage is due to inflation, but it's also the result of a years-long campaign to reduce the calories in Americans' treats. I don't want to hear that. That Not at Treat Street. Calories don't count on no. Halloween at okay. Treat Street. I, I'm calling hogwash on this. This is this is they're trying to hide their shrinkflation yeah. because of inflation. Yeah. And by saying, "Well, you know, really, we've been trying to we've been trying to get these yeah. calories here's, under control here's, for years." Here's the thing, though. In all seriousness, if I would hand you a, you know, your fun size Snickers right now, would you even have any idea that it was a little bit smaller? Without you, it, it not giving you one to compare, you'd probably have no idea. You might you? be surprised. I got fifty years, fifty years of experience uh-huh. of that being a certain uh-huh. weight in your hand. You know, you pick up something, you go, something about this doesn't seem exactly That's right. right. Uh-huh. You eat enough I, of those. I know. told you a couple of weeks ago, I spotted it on the Red Baron pizza box. I picked up the pizza box and went, that is smaller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is without a doubt. So maybe not, Sam. There are some items I'd never know the difference, but there are some that I can go, something like that. Just mm-hmm. there's something about that isn't right. But again, at Treat Street, there's no limit on calories. Okay. Starting at 530. Starting at five thirty, okay. So five fifteen, they they still count. Sure, I mean that's on you. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, it is pasta day, as you heard us say yeah. a minute ago, and there's a new lawsuit filed because uh, all Berea, Berea, oh, B A R I L L A, Barilla, isn't it just? I don't I know. I, we, we live in we live Barilla. in Kentucky. Yeah, it seems Barilla. too easy, though. I mean, if if I want to Spanish that word, then it would Barilla. be yeah. Uh-huh. Because it would be the double L's, uh-huh. but 
And Italian is similar to Spanish. Barilla. The Latin roots. It can't be Barilla because it's just Barilla. You got to like. Barilla. You got to say it like Mario. Fragile. Okay. Well, apparently (laughs) someone has decided they're going to take issue with this brand of pasta. All right. Because not all of it is made in Italy, even though it says on the box that it's Italy's number one brand of pasta. Well, finally, someone's decided to get to the bottom of this. Okay. Because we just clearly. I mean, sure, we don't need, we don't have other problems that need to be solved. But by golly, we'll get to packaging issues. And but get that why can't down. it be Italy's number one brand of pasta, but not made there? This is why you just got yourself excused from the jury trial. You've already got a preconceived idea. Thanks. So, See you later. Congratulations to you. You'll oh. be dismissed, and you won't have to be on part of this lawsuit. Well done. I see that's what you do. You you form an opinion on something before you ever hear the evidence, and that way they say, sorry, you're out of here. Are you sure you want to share this article before you've read it? Yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they've started doing that. I Be- like that. Beyond Meat introduces mm. a new plant-based Beyond Steak. Beyond Meat expands its lineup of plant-based meat products with the debut of new plant-based Beyond Steak. Also known as beyond something I'd ever consider eating. <laughs> well, yes. isn't it? You can forget it. Isn't it just because their CEO got a little taste of of some meat action and di- didn't he bite somebody at the Arkansas game? Ah, uh, yeah, this was. Uh-huh. Oh, so maybe he got goodness. the taste of it and realized, hey, maybe we got to figure out how to do a little steak uh, action. In beyond it. steak can be prepared in a skillet or air fryer in just five minutes, while adding a craveable flavor experience to popular dishes from. Fajitas to tacos to stir fry sandwiches and salads. I I don't like to use the word never, and I oh, I, I really really try to avoid saying it. Say it. But I I don't know what circumstance yeah. would have to exist in my life that I would go no. giving up meat. Uh, I'm having Beyond Steak. No, oh. I I can't say that I would never. I would try it. Like if you if you came in here and said, "Hey, will you try it?" I would. I would try it, but I would never like if I'm giving if you're giving me the choice between a steak or beyond steak, I'm taking the steak every time. Uh, Part of me wants to say I'll be I'll be a vegetarian before I'll do this. Yeah, I just I'll just have vegetables tonight Mm -hmm. because it's kind of the principle of the thing Mm -hmm. for me. Like, I'm just hard headed about some stuff like that. I go, really? Well, I know my dad tried one of the fast food restaurants did the beyond meat patty and i remember they went and they tried it just to just to try it yeah and he was i think his only complaint was that there was way too many condiments on it so that they their their goal was almost is that we're just going to cover this thing with condiments so you can't really taste it but i think he said that he he wasn't sure whether he would have really been able to tell like if you'd have given him two of the the same sandwich by the way they've been doing this in school lunchrooms since the 70s (laughs) by putting soy (laughs) in hamburger right i mean they but but listen Call me, call me when you find one of those fast food restaurants that has the Beyond Meat mm-hmm. option on their menu. Call me when they've left that on the menu and they've taken the real meat one off. When somebody has done that, then get back to me and we'll talk about it. Right. Until then, I'm like, they're just trying to be like, well, now, look, we have some, one too. I will say something like the black bean burger stuff. That's pretty good. Oh, you ever had one? Oh, they're good. No, no, they're what? They're good. I was raised on soy burgers oh, from the elementary school lunchrooms. And then in case you missed it, you can buy, Dennis, do you all have a horse? I figure the Strawberry Queen needs to have a well, horse. Well, at the ranch, we have uh, no cattle or horses. So, oh, so it's a livestock-free ranch? Yes. I mean, just 
Do well, it's have, plant-based. Do you have Beyond Meat? <laughs> plant-based. Just, just make Alex get up at 5 a.m. every morning to go out and take care of it. You can buy. Dude. You can now buy your horse $1,200 sneakers. You can buy, uh, it's a new business called Horse Kicks, and you can buy sneakers for your actual uh, for your actual horse. And I'm telling you, unless they're calling them Mare Jordans, I'm out. <laughs> that horse has got an Air Jordan on right there. Check they need to put out. an M in the front of it, though. That's a Mare Jordan if I've ever How seen How long until we see these in the Derby? <laughs> uh, next year. I'd probably start with the Oaks yeah. first. Yeah. You know, it'll be uh, Manola Blonics or something in the Oaks. And then we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Wow. We've got more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know men are more likely to run stoplights, but oh. women are more likely to change lanes without signaling? Ooh. Men more likely to run stoplights. Women are more likely to change lanes without no. signaling. That latter pet peeve. Pet peeve number one. Lane change with no signaling? No signal, just in general. Yeah, no signal in general. That, that, yeah. that yes, that oh, is that is my pet peeve. You didn't get that option on your vehicle. Follow the wall. Yeah. Your, maybe, and I sometimes just want to go to the auto store and buy, buy them some blinker fluid. Maybe they, maybe theirs just ran out. Maybe they run a little bit low. Uh-huh. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. The first trailer is released. Dennis, is this a big deal? Boring. Boring. Now, is this because you're a DC guy? I've watched all Marvel movies as well. Okay. okay. So I can I consider myself a well-versed expert mm-hmm. of all superhero cinema. This is just another do, no, do, another chapter in the phase that no one really wants to watch. Do you not like Paul Rudd? Yeah, he's funny. Uh-huh. Did you see Black Adam on Sunday? I did see Black Adam on Sunday. And how's that going? Exceptional. It's good. Now, I know you were tied up yesterday, so you might not have heard. We went we went through the list of DC releases. Oh, I did not. Over the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it's like 12, yeah. 12 movies they've already got pipeline taking us into well into 2024. So the leadership has changed. They have spearheaded a new group of visionaries for DC brand on movies and television okay, uh, and, and comics. I think they're owned now by Art. Discovery Plus or something like that. Art, are you in this leadership group? I should be. <laughs> but the, the list is very uh, uh, big and some big news yesterday. You're right. I saw this. Henry Cavill. 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 I, I, always, I don't know if it's Cavill. Cavill. I know Jim Caviezel. Does that help? <laughs> uh, Cavill is confirming that he's returning as Superman and tease is what to come. Is this good? Yeah, it's amazing. He's already returned to Superman. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. You just have to go to the movies to figure it out. Uh-oh. Uh, Spoiler alert. And I just said go to the movies. I just didn't say what mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. But Man of Two, A Man of Steel Part 2, which is just a working title, is is coming. And he needs to be the the big man on campus. He needs to be the one for the next 10 years. That takes the DC Enterprise so into the future. He, he's there, Robert Downey Jr. Kind of sounds like you have a crush on him, Dennis. <laughs> well, I kind of do. <laughs> All right, uh, bro crush. Like uh, it's you know him and Wayne Baxter. Those two guys. <laughs> those two guys in my life are like. Hey, I mean, my eyes get a little. Wayne is crush worthy. Without absolutely, a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Joey and I kind of have fights over who. 
you know, loves him the most. <laughs> Speaking of sequels, we ran through a list last week of some sequels that, well, we ran through a list of sequels that didn't need to happen. Here's some sequels <laughs> on the way that uh, you may not be aware of. Legally Blonde 3. Oh, oh boy. Missed the first two. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley. Sister Act 3. Oh. Sam, you told me Twisters. Uh-huh. We talked about out. that last week. Uh, of course, we talked Which, last week about A Christmas Story Christmas is coming Right. Uh-huh. So is Twisters about the tornado movie from like the 90s? Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's, it's about the, the son of the doctor, I think is what it is. Oh, boy. No so, original ideas. Uh, Bill Paxton's son. Correct. I think, I think I could be completely wrong, but I think that's what it is. And I know Whitney and Christy are both very excited. Lethal okay. Finale. So that's the fifth installment of the Lethal Weapon franchise. And uh, Gladiator 2. Okay. Surely this is not Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell Crowe can't get into shape to play Gladiator. No, he looked kind of weird as, what was he, Zeus or somebody yeah. in that Thor movie? And this is Spinal Tap 2. Turned it up to 11. Is that a horror movie? No, Spinal Tap is a satire. It's kind of a... Um, Think of the kids in the hall meets, um, it's, it's, they're a rock band, but mm-hmm. it's all satire. Okay. It's, uh, the guy that played Lenny and Squiggy on oh, Lauren okay. and Shirley. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's like, it, it's okay. Yeah. It's very cultish, you gotcha. know, campy. You okay. either love it or you don't. Okay. I think they should probably leave it alone, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's the, all they didn't of ask me. Yeah. Mariah Carey announces Merry Christmas to all a tour, but it only has two stops. So I wonder, does that constitute a tour? If you only play Toronto and New York, can you call that a concert tour? I mean, I know Christy Buckles is already already on the flight to go there, right? Oh, wow. she loves Mariah Carey without a doubt. She's playing Toronto December 11th and then MSG on December 13th. That's uh, Madison Square Garden, not mm-hmm. the chemical that they put in something. Oh, okay. Shoo. Thank you. So um, I did see a funny meme or something the other day about you Halloween people enjoy it because they she's showed coming. Mariah Carey uh, under, I saw that. Yeah. under ice saying she's thawing that's right now. That's great. Yeah. The House of the Dragon showrunner promises to fix the lighting issue in season two. I, I, I didn't know there was a lighting issue. Have you been watching this? Yeah, but here's what I noticed. I'll start it, and then I notice I'm on my iPad not paying any attention. So that says to me it's not very good. Yeah. Is, is this, it because uh, your expectations were high? No, I just think I, like, I watched Game of Thrones because it was such a cultish, cult, you mm-hmm. know, like pop culture deal. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. But I, did, I just don't. I don't. I don't need. So is more. this the sequel to that? Yeah. Well, no, it's a more of a prequel. Oh, okay. It, it, yeah, it's the it's the house start uh, house. Uh, Targaryen on how that evolves and then leads to Game of Thrones, but I just, I'm not someone who needs more of that type of content in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'll put it on because it's being recorded, and I have to put it on at times when I won't disturb everybody because you got to watch it loud because of all the special effects and the dialogue, right? And but then I just find out I get busy, you know, scrolling Twitter or something like that, and yeah. go, I haven't watched any of this. So if I'm in for the long haul, I kind of kind of doubt it. I uh, did read that um, Robbie Coltrane, you know, Hagrid. Yeah, I'm so sad uh, to hear about that. Um, that multiple organ failure is yeah. what led to wow. his his loss. So 
he was in, you know, the other things that he was in, I didn't realize. He was in GoldenEye. He was in The World Is Not Enough. Um, he played Fitz in the TV series called Cracker, but most famously known, you know, as Hagrid. Absolutely. Oh, he was great as Hagrid, too. And then just learned in the last 24 hours, Leslie Jordan, the beloved actor and comedian, That's died right. at age 67 after a car crash. One, I thought he was older than 67. Um, I thought it, he was older. He became very popular during the pandemic due to his Instagram videos that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Recently, he had been with Amy, uh, um, with um, Mayim Bialik on Call Me Cat, but became super famous on Will and Grace, Will and Grace. as funny. Karen's friend, Beverly. And so it, uh, but yeah, he's just got this real, the last time I saw him, he was actually performing on the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, wow. And so, you know, he's in his nudie suit out there with all the rhinestones and the colors. That's so and, funny. And it, he he's wasn't gotta, a great singer, but you were still like, I want to hear him sing. Right. Because he owns it. Oh, yeah, he absolutely does. Yeah, it's uh, Leslie Jordan going on in at 67. Got to get to a break. Be back with more here on In the Note. MB's Point to Ponder. What's something that will always be in fashion no matter how much time passes? I would say leaving tags on clothes <laughs> in hopes to return them after you've worn them. I, I, do, I don't know anybody that would do that. I, I read, checked this side still. So I had a couple. See, of, look at you wouldn't have been able to see it in the camera. I, I had a couple of hour head start. Okay, on uh, what's something that will always be in fashion, no matter how much time passes. I thought I don't know if it's necessarily in fashion or not, but I think the hoodie, mm-hmm. like a hoodie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like, tell you. Uh, it would be hard for a hoodie to go out of fashion. That's Alex's every moment of life wardrobe. Oh, and yeah. typically the same one um, without yeah. washing. Uh, oh, yeah, because there was a game a couple of weeks ago where it was about 90 degrees, and he showed up in yes. his hoodie, and, and yes. uh, our crew looked at him and said, I'm sweating just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> just, but, well. no, I would say, I mean, I know that the joke is on the Manning cast, and even they brought it up last night, that the quarter zip. You know, you got the quarter zip, which yeah, just – it's yeah. similar in that – because I think they, they – it's the ongoing joke that both Peyton and Eli w- wear one. And then last night they had uh, President Obama on, and he also had the quarter zip. So it was like the ongoing joke that all three of them I like a good rocked quarter the quarter zip, zip. Without a doubt. I just thought that, you know – but I, I find the quarter zip to be very non-gender. I, I find – sorry, I find the hoodie to be appealing to both genders. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like the That's quarter fair. zip seems to be a man thing. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, depending on, I mean, your dress, your quarter zips, yes. But, I mean, if you throw on, like, a Cincinnati Bengals one or something, or Gracie County Cougar one, you can. The Voice on television tonight, The Resident is on television tonight, Bachelor in Paradise, and on TLC, the season 10 finale of My Big Fat Fabulous Life. Hmm. I that didn't one, know that was a thing. That one Christy watches? I hope not. She watches a bunch of stuff on there, but uh-huh. I don't think that's one of them. That I've heard of. Dennis, you got any big plans for the next week? Really? I'm just kind of gearing up for something big called Treat Street at First Baptist. Tell me more about it. Treat Street is this coming Monday, a week from last night, at First Baptist on uh, East Walnut Street, 530. We're going to have a bunch of treat stations set up where you walk through 
and uh, get all sorts of candy and goodies. It'll be a fun time. Clever, Treat Street. Clever branding. Thank called, you. What, what is it? Treat Street? It is. Everybody look at their screens you, right now. Were you I running a clicker t- on it? Do you know how many you got to? I, I hope Christie's counting. We 30, shattered 11. It was long. <laughs> we passed 11 about 909. The first segment. Yeah. We'll say, what's that graphic say? Treat, Today's Highland uh, history. Treat. This date in 1760, Britain's King George III succeeded his late grandfather, King George II, in... 1999, golfer Payne Stewart and five others were killed when their Learjet flew uncontrolled for hours before crashing in South Dakota. Stewart was 42. Birthdays today, Marion Ross is 94 today. She was the mom on Happy Days. She played Marion Cunningham. Bobby Knight is 82. Mm. Gosh, I almost thought he was older than that. James Carville is 78 today. Nancy Cartwright, the voice of uh, Bart Simpson, Bart, sorry, is 65 yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Craig Robinson is 51. Played Daryl on The Office. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Katy Perry is 38. Mrs. Russell Wilson, Sierra, K- is 37. Katy Perry? Katy Perry is oh. 38. Huh. And Kentucky's Padre, own. Padres outfielder Juan Soto is 24 today. Gone but not forgotten, Chaucer was born in 1340. Pablo Picasso in 1881. We had a weird moment during the break. Dennis, uh, uh, well, Sam discovered that Dennis still had a tag on his, what I presume is a new shirt. What are you going to do? I'm I'm hoping it's a new shirt because if not, then. I get dressed in the dark, guys. And so he ripped the tag off, but I said, wait a minute. And I realized today is the anniversary of the birth of Minnie Pearl. How perfect. She was born in 1912, Sarah Ophelia Colley. You should have left that price tag on there all day and just told everyone. It's an it homage. Was, it was an homage to Minnie Pearl. Sarah got me this shirt. And this is the first time I, I wore it. and There might be another tag still on me. I don't know. Helen Reddy. <laughs> are those new pants as well? I'm not sure. Helen Reddy was born this day in 1941. Let's go to chart toppers. 1953 was the year. The Ames Brothers were number one with you, you, you. That one Ames brother got fired from the group because he couldn't remember the lyrics Are to this you song. you kidding me? You serious, Clark? Shh, shh, shh. You broke my heart. Oh, yeah. 1962. Dance. The Contours were number one. You didn't even want me around. No. And now I'm back to let you know I can really shake them down. This is my alarm, so I feel like I'm waking up all over again. By the way, I just realized that Daryl was the gym of the warehouse. Yeah, you know, then, but you then he came up, it, and then he came up and worked. Yeah, in sure, it. he uh-huh. came up. But I mean, originally that was uh-huh. yeah, it was kind of what he was designed to be. Yeah, they were. I love how they always called him Mike. <laughs> yeah, I like telling him uh, hood words too. Yes, hood making words. it up, making up phrases. Like shabbily do, I think was one or something. That's <laughs> funny. Let's go to 1980. Don Williams was number one. With I believe in you. I don't believe in superstars, organic food, and foreign cars. Ooh, I meat. don't believe the price <laughs> of gold, the certainty of growing old. That right is right and left is wrong. I really wanted to get to the uh, chorus, but. 
spent too much time talking about uh, some event happening <laughs> next week. Time, right? <laughs> wasted, <laughs> wasted too much time on Treat Street. Janet Jackson, miss you much, number one in '89. This kiss, Mayfield in '98. Sorry, Dennis. I was trying to squeeze in a 90s country well, song for you. Yeah, right. Since you know so many of them. I do know them. Apologize. Timbaland in 07 and Closer. The Chainsmokers and Halsey, number one in 2016. Dennis, thanks for coming. Thank you all very uh, much. Next uh, Tuesday morning, I better get a full report on... You better believe it. Uh, it'll be Treat Street, Treat Street, and we will miss you much if you in, don't come. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a while. That's really true. Including you. <laughs> Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a while, including you. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the notes.